The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California, streaming online at KUCI.org and podcasting on iTunes. Welcome to Fighting for Love. This show will help you turn conflict into collaboration in all your relationships. I'm Lloyd, the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank, an attorney mediator since 1985. She's a mediator for the Orange County Superior Court Civil Mediation Panel. Mari's a professor of negotiations and conflict management and has been a certified state bar trainer for over 25 years. To learn more about the show and our great guests, please visit conflicthealing.com. Mari, what's your show about this morning? Well, Lloyd, today our show is about your sacred wealth code. And when we know about who we should, who we are and what our purpose in, is in life, and when we know about our talents and the shadows of our lives, then we can be more open and we can be better conflict resolvers and happier and more joyful in our lives. And I'm just thrilled because I've just been reading this book called Your Sacred Wealth Code, Unlock Your Soul Blueprint for Purpose and Prosperity. And I also have the Your Wealth Code Oracle cards that go with it. And uh, so I've been having fun using it and asking questions, and we're just thrilled to have our great guest, who is the author of this book. And let me tell you a little bit about uh, Prema Lee Guerreri. Um, She is committed to creating a world where everyone is empowered to live on purpose and have a happy and fruitful life. And she hopes to help people to do this in a way that is aligned with their high-value gifts, their talents, their birthright of true prosperity. She is a leading Veda astrologer, soul advisor, business consultant, and energy practitioner. And she has more than 25 years of experience. She's a best-selling, award-winning author of this book that I told you about, Your Sacred Wealth Code, Unlock Your Blueprint for Purpose and Prosperity. And she is the creator of Your Wealth Code Oracle Cards that I have right here in my hand along with the book. Now, uh, Your Sacred Wealth, she also is um, about to release her Your Sacred Wealth Code journal. And she empowers leaders, entrepreneurs, visionaries, and change agents to take inspired action and unlock their sacred wealth code and she uses an intuitive approach to business building and sure solution solutionary technology which i have to laugh that's almost like what i call my solution earring techniques for problem solving with my clients premise clients uh, manifest wealth and create meaningful lives by doing what they're meant to do their life purpose you can find out more about prema at our website at conflicthealing.com and also at her website sacredwealthcode.com prema thank you so much for joining us this morning 
Oh, thank you, Mari, for having me. It's really a pleasure to be here with you. Yes, and I told you this just today. I was um, playing again with the book and the code and uh, the oracle cards, and I asked, what do I need to know about my career? And it came out the messenger, which happens to be the mediator, and uh, I looked for all the positive things that I should be doing. And of course, I looked at the the shadow side of the messenger as well. So this is really a lot of fun and also inspiring and helping me get in touch with my intuition. So I thank you for that. So let's talk a little bit about what is the Sacred Wealth Code? Your Sacred Wealth Code is where your purpose and your prosperity, where they intersect in your soul blueprint and when i look at a vedic astrology chart i really call it your soul blueprint and there's a lot of different ways to access one's soul blueprint i just happen to use vedic astrology but there is a unique scientific principle it's a very scientific science-based practice and that is where your prosperity um, where you're aligned for prosperity and where you're aligned for purpose where that literally intersects, where those planets, where those energies come together, there is, uh, that's where we find wealth. And after really looking into this principle for a long time, I started to really notice this is where people's highest value gifts are as well. And when one can really step into and start to identify, but then really use their highest value gifts, then they are um, in that position where they're basically unlocking their sacred wealth code, where they'll create wealth for themselves in a way that's meaningful to, to each one of us personally, because let's face it, we all have a different definition of wealth. Yes, yeah. You know, it kind of reminded me also of many years ago, I, wrote, I read a book by Marsha Sinatar called uh, Do What You Love and the Money Will Follow. <laughs> You know, about really doing not only what you love, but really what is your purpose in life. And here we are, I think it's really apropos, because we're sitting on the campus of the University of California, Irvine, where people are looking to decide what are they going to do with their lives. And we also have a lot of business people coming by and driving by and people listening all over who want to know really, you know, if they're not happy in their jobs, maybe this will help them to understand what they are, you know, what they are supposed to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and sometimes too, it's not necessarily the the career that we've chosen is, is off for us. And I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people transitioning from a career to a business or to another career. But a lot of times, if you aren't using your high-value gifts, you know, you're going to feel kind of dry and kind of tapped out in a way. Maybe you're doing just what you're good at. But there are those times where it's not necessarily about changing the business or the career. It's about really stepping into and identifying using your high-value gifts. And so what you bring to it or what you focus on in your career or business might shift and, and really enliven you and bring new inspiration to something you're already doing. So it can certainly play out that way too. Yeah, sounds great. Let me ask you a little bit about Vedic astrology. How is that different from... I guess I would say, what is, you know, the... It's Western astrology. Western astrology. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say Western <laughs> astrology. Well, not with, without giving you a whole dissertation, basically <laughs> we keep time a little bit differently. 
meaning that we start the, the the zodiac starts with the sign of Aries, and we just calculate the starting position a little differently. Vedic astrology has been around for 6,000 years. It came from the Vedas, some of the oldest spiritual texts. It's been practiced since then to this very day. It is very alive and is used for everything from uh, predicting the weather, arranging marriages, to I use it as a humanistic astrologer to help people understand themselves and understand how they're wired for their purpose. And we look at the, the, the sidereal zodiac as opposed to the tropical zodiac, and really the zodiacs, we're looking at the same constellations. Yeah. But uh, the best way I could say it is like from a different viewpoint. So timing is a little bit different. And typically, if you were a Leo rising in the Western astrology system, you are going to become, uh, you'll be a, excuse me, if you were um, uh, just your sun sign, is typical Western astrology talks about your sun sign. Because of the timing, if you were Leo, you'd probably be a cancer in the Vedic system. So we look mm. at things a little bit differently, and we have so many more levels to look at things through. And that's a beautiful – it's complicated, but the beautiful thing about that is we can look in like being in a big glass mansion with something in the middle, and we can walk to different rooms and go, oh, yeah, it looks like that from over here too. Oh, um, I, I don't use it for, for prediction. I use it to help you to understand yourself because I believe you're feeling your soul blueprint, and I want you to learn how to tap in uh, to be able to trust yourself and also to be able to get help where you can't see yourself. So let's face it, we were never meant to do anything completely alone and we do need each other sometimes like people are needing you right. and the amazing work you do yeah so yeah i i get a kick out of looking like i'm the year of the pig and i'm a sagittarian okay so they kind of go together in in many ways when i think about you know chinese astrology and then i compare it so they're very similar in terms of what it said about who i am so i, I kind of got a kick out of that as well so yeah so uh, tell me how is it that you came up with this whole concept though of the sacred wealth code how did you put this all together yeah it well the essence of it dropped in so to speak so i'll make a a, a long and parts of it excruciating story very short uh I had, many years ago, I had a yoga and healing art center. It was big. It was beautiful, probably a little ahead of its time for where it existed. And uh, after several years of running that six-figure-in-sales business where not that much money was coming to me, some areas of my life started to come apart at the seams, mm. including, including my marriage. And I did a lot of soul-searching on how to keep the business and the community afloat. I was training teachers. I thought I was on purpose. It's like, how could this not be totally working? Yeah. And um, everything I tried to do, it just it like almost had a partner. We almost turned it into a nonprofit. I, it, everything just kept falling through, and I was re just on my knees in the dark night of my soul, really asking, you know, and I just kept hearing, it's time for you to let this go, which was very hard for me. Mm. But I did let it go, and in that I vowed to really dig in and see where I was amiss. And so I dug into my shadow and really wanted to see where I was out of alignment with my own wealth and prosperity. In that, I dug into my Vedic astrology, really sat in my intuition. I'm also an energy practitioner, and I had a clear patterns and beliefs. And in that, I, I literally stayed on my knees until I began to connect the dots and see where I was stuck in my own shadow. Mm. And then I started to see how the connection between our shadows and some of our you know, greatest gifts are locked up when we are in our shadow. And so as I you know, dove into all of that, I was able to come out of that time 
being able to stand more fully and embrace my purpose and my gifts turned my business around in uh, a matter of a few months and has just continued to uh, you know expand and grow and um, be so fulfilling since then but the sacred wealth code system was born during that time based off a, a principle in vedic astrology and then as i started to really focus on this and and help because people are always coming to me like you know where is my purpose what do i do for more prosperity uh the whole sacred wealth code the names and the archetypes and uh the whole body of work just downloaded like one piece at a time and mm. just fit together so so i was teaching this and doing this with clients and and i have a business academy i have people who are just diving in to see how they're wired up around um wealth and and it was like, oh, no, you need to write a book. And I resisted that for a while because there's so many books on the planet, right? right. But finally I, I went ahead and uh, and birthed this book and then these oracle cards to represent the archetypes dropped in. And so it was over a period of time, but it was that dark night of the soul. And I just want to say this to anyone listening in. If you are really struggling with something, lean into it because there's a gift in there for you. and And just really open up to what that might be. Right, right. I was, it's interesting that you said that I was going to say anytime we, any of us have gone through a dark night of a soul, there is such incredible learning and growth. I mean, you could either become cynical or you become, you know, use that as a springboard for the new you or the, the, the you that needs to evolve. And so, uh, yeah, I think it's beautiful. And yeah, it's, it's so you know, when you're sharing these things, when you're teaching these things, and then you could teach so many more people when you're, when you have the books and the the oracle cards, because people can do it on their own, which is wonderful if they can't all be with you, which would be fun if everybody could be with you, but it isn't always possible. So what are three things everyone should really know about the Sacred Wealth Code? Well, number one is that uh, you have one. Everyone has one. You have an internal design for creating wealth in a way that will give you what wealth means to you because at the core of what wealth is for each and every one of us, there's some essence, like for me, it has a lot to do with freedom and with peace. Uh, For some people, it may be security. Uh, For some people, it might be, you know, a, a, a sense of joy or, you know, a deep sense of fulfillment in some way. At the core underneath why you want wealth there is, you know, something that's kind of like a birthright. And it's very important for you to know that. And um, you do have a design for wealth that will lead you to bring that to you. Um, Number two, the second thing is that all the answers, um, you can connect with your sacred wealth code. It is absolutely within you. Everyone has intuition. Everyone has a sense um, where you can I believe you can connect in with your own soul blueprint, and it's part of my mission is to help everyone to live from the inside out. And by tuning in and opening your heart and asking some important questions, you can connect with your wealth code. Whether you ever you know, read my book and, and did my work or not, if you really drop in with, hey, you know, what, is, what does wealth mean for me? And if I'm really honest with myself, 
what are my gifts? What are my gifts that maybe I'm hiding even, that if I use them, the world would really value me for those gifts? So you have instant access. And number three, the biggest part of your sacred wealth code is that I think one of the greatest gifts in this body of work is that it will teach you to trust yourself even more than you already do. And you'll see how brilliant you are, and you'll also be able to see uh, other people's brilliance more clearly. And I think that's just a really big gift because I really um, hold a vision for a world where we're all using our highest value gifts. And then we're not all trying to do the same things, but we end up gifting each other because of that. Right, right. And when I think of wealth, I think of energy, right? Like money is really just energy. You know, it's yeah. an exchange of energy, exchange of something that if if I mediate and help you to resolve a dispute, then that's energy that gives you that you have something from me that you can use and move on and have peace in your life. So again, that, you know, the wealth is really the exchange of that energy, I help you, you pay me, but it's really just energy. So I love that um, wealth is is really that joy of life as well. And it doesn't mean you have to be a billionaire, but that you have, like you said, the sacred wealth. So you talk in your book about the four pillars and their sacred wealth code archetypes. Can you tell us what those four pillars are? Yeah, so the first pillar is your purpose, harnessing your soul's big why. And this is the big why behind the wealth that you want to create for yourself. Mm. You know, that when you know the purpose of the why and the purpose of the wealth that you want to create, then you can really align with the energy of it and make sure that it's actually something that's going to get you where you want to go. So you can think of the purpose, the first pillar, as being the vehicle that is going to get you to this intersection of where purpose and prosperity are, and that's essentially where your sacred wealth code lives. Mm. The second pillar is your passion, and I call this the essence of fulfillment. Now, passion is you know really what gets your motor running. It's your portal to pleasure, joy, and fulfillment, and really the natural state of your soul, of your being. So when you're using your passion, and it may not be directly related to your purpose, but on a daily basis, I teach, you know, being connected to what is your passion will give you the juice, will give you the energy, the fuel to get that vehicle of your purpose to this intersection of purpose and prosperity. So really connecting in with what you're truly passionate about and then actually engaging on a daily basis. Mm. Perfect. And the third pillar is your high-value gifts, and I call this wielding your superpowers. really want you to think about these high-value gifts of yours. These are the ones that have the highest value. When you use them in the world, you will be valued for them. And they are, literally are like your superpowers. So if that intersection uh, is your, your sacred wealth code and your purpose is going to uh, be the vehicle, your passion is the fuel. Well, your highest value gifts are like the houses that are on the corners of that intersection. And the more time you spend using your high value gifts, and I teach you how to really identify at least one or two of your high value gifts, 
in this part, in this pillar, in this part of um, the process. And the fourth, which is incredibly powerful, and we touched on just briefly in my story, which is your greatest challenges, the unexpected gateway to wealth. And locked up in our shadow is a lot of our power. Mm. And everywhere you're stuck or blocked or you have fear, and especially about, you know, you're using your gifts, well, there's a gift that's locked up within that shadow. And I really teach to use this as, like, everybody's welcome at the party, every part of yourself. These are just younger parts of yourself that have stubbed their toe. They've been influenced and, and been hurt, and we need to put our arms around those parts of ourselves and walk it back into the light where your gift is. So I even teach a process there called bringing the shadow into the light. And, in fact, the book is filled with um, processes, questions. It's like a playbook, a journal, meditations, and there's an online portal where I help people to, people can just log in for free and then be able to have me walk them through those processes. Oh, yeah, I love that. So I was uh, looking at mine as the messenger, you know, and uh, looking at what, trying to answer my questions as well. So that was, that, I love that because you're engaging me in the book. All right. So, so we talked about the four pillars. Tell us a little bit about the archetypes. Yeah. So the archetypes, think of archetypes as a soul language because, uh, you know, and Maria, as you've been saying, you picked the messenger today. That's actually one of my sacred wealth code archetypes. So I know that one very intimately. Um, and whether I say the messenger or the engineer or the king or the teacher or the leader, there's a story that's opened up with each one of those for each each one of you listening in. And the beautiful thing about that is that that story has, you can have your own relationship with that story and it's much richer and it's timeless and will give you more information over time. So I had been helping people to identify their high-value gifts, and then the archetypes showed up, and I was so grateful because, uh, again, it gave me a way to give this to people to really make their own and where they could really get their own information and over time. And so the archetypes, there's 23. There's three that represent each one of the inner planets, and then there's one for the north and one for the south node of the moon. Hmm. So in, in terms of the archetypes then, um, how can we work with them? And, you know, yeah. so now I know the messenger. I think I did it before and it came up the teacher, which was funny. But I think they're kind of close, right? They Well, yes and no. They actually, are, I mean, they're all close because they're all, here's the deal, is you have all of them within you. Everyone right. has all of them right. within you. Right. So which one are actually your sacred wealth code? There's three to five typically in a sacred wealth code. Uh, through the book, you go through a process to, to discover your own. If someone comes in for a sacred wealth code reading, I'm going to read their chart and I'm going to give them to them. Uh, and then the cards are beautiful because you could pick a card uh, like you did, uh, and that is going to give you that energy for that moment for that day, for instance, or you could right. pick several cards. So there's, so there, it's universal in that in a universal language. And with each one of the archetypes, they literally have, um, they have qualities and that's all written out. They have a shadow side that's written out and they have a, uh, a mantra. And like the messengers, I bring the light of awareness and it has a soul desire to be an interpreter of the divine mind and has a purpose to translate and deliver news and truth which will wake others up to new perceptions and a higher level of being and also has a shadow side, scattered, selfish, fickle, uncommitted, 
and confused. And then I give a whole list of high-value gifts. And, you know, and just being able to, I tell people, just really tune into what are like the three top gifts that each archetype that you resonate with has and focus on using more and developing more and bringing those, you know, shaking them off and dusting them off from the closet and bringing them out to use. Right, right. So what is um, the biggest success story that you have for someone working with the Sacred Wealth Code besides yourself? Because you are a success story yourself. I am a success story. (laughs) There are so many great success stories. But the one that's popping in right now is uh, is one of my clients. And this is um, someone I've been working with for the past couple of years who's uh, broken the six-figure mark from pretty much nothing in um, less than a year. And because, uh, in her own business, and because that she, this, she, she took this work and she was willing to get past anything that was holding her back. So I'll just say her name and I'll call her Suzanne. And the beautiful thing about her, she came in and she said, okay, I've done everything and I just want to know, I, I, you know, I really feel like you can break me through this. And the beautiful thing was that she really stepped into this and especially she stepped into her queen which is one of the sacred wealth code archetypes which is very much of a a regal feminine leader and but a leader that knows that it takes a team that's not trying to be a dictator in any way and she also had uh she had the mystic which the mystic is a an element that is very very intuitive and interested in spiritual wealth but it can make you hide from the world on the shadow mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. and when we were able to, you know that allowed her to really understand where she was holding herself back and we cleared the patterns and she really worked hard and but i, I shouldn't say hard, i mean hard because she was willing to 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 stay with it and it was actually rather simple but, I mean, hard that, you know, sometimes when we've been hiding parts of ourselves, we have to get brave about stepping past that. And she really realized that she was here to uh, really help transform CEOs into truly being kings of their business by helping them connect with their purpose and get the right people in their companies in place mm. to create the kinds of teams they would need to scale their businesses at the level they wanted to. And she's she's been incredibly successful and she had the background of course these are her talents and gifts and she's been in the corporate world and um yeah i'm just so incredibly happy for her oh that is wonderful we got just about two more minutes left so i wanted to ask you if you could just share one big truth with every entrepreneur in the world what would that be it is absolutely possible for you to do what you love and to have you know, the wealth that you want to create. But you do have to get squeaky clean about it. You have to own your gifts. You have to get past the fear of being seen for them. And, um, and you know, absolutely be fired up for your purpose. And remember that everything, really the answers that you seek are inside of yourself. Right. And even if you can't access them yourself, get help in accessing them because you do tr- truly do know you really do know that what the difference that you're here to create and when you step in and you can do what you love absolutely do what you love and have the kind of wealth that is most important to you well that is beautiful Premily Guerreri she is the author of your sacred wealth code unlock your soul blueprint for purpose and prosperity and she also has these wonderful your sacred wealth code 
oracle cards, which is really fun to pull these out. And it, you know, it, I really resonated with them and it's wonderful. So just give your website and it's time for us to go. Sacredwealthcode.com. And when you go there, you, you know, there's a, a free quiz. You can find out one of your Sacred Wealth Code archetypes. Perfect. Perfect. Wonderful. Well, we will keep in touch and have you back again. Thank you so much, Premily. Thank you so much, Mari, for having me. It's been truly a pleasure. Okay. Bye-bye. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine at KUCI.org and the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. and visit our website, conflicthealing.com. Thanks. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. You gotta fight both night and day. Doesn't matter what some people may say. Don't be the lamb's crap, be the lion's roar.